Welcome to Tesseract Podcast, where we unlock your power to innovate. Hi, my name is Matt, and I'm going to be your host today. Tesseract's mission is to empower airmen, connect them to resources, and accelerate change across the Air Force logistics enterprise. Specifically, our team works as an innovation accelerator assigned to the Air Staff Logistics Directorate, where we partner with airmen to operationalize the new sustainment strategy. In this episode, we talked with Major Stephen Riedel. Stephen has been the course director for the Department of Logistics Management at the School of Systems and Logistics at the Air Force Institute of Technology, so at AFIT. Um, his time at AFIT is coming to a close, but we're talking in this episode about his time working with the Theory of Constraints coursework, and we ultimately talk about how you can get involved as a student and continue to develop your knowledge on the Theory of Constraints. All right, here we go. Punched over yeah. in front of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> gonna... It was so funny. Uh, when I uh, when I set up to to talk to General Brown, hmm. I had the mic set up. Well, the, there was like a debacle with the with the stands that I had at the time, and I had to use a book to clamp under the table to hmm. like make sure it was steady. But then, like, I had it accidentally set up like way too high. So, like, when he sat down, like the mic was oh, in front that's, of his face. Yeah, and then. <laughs> And he's like, "Hey, can we can we move this down?" And I was like, "That was my like worst nightmare because I thought the whole thing was just gonna gonna mm. collapse because it was like uh, <laughs> that's a little bit of a little bit of behind the scenes there." Sure, uh, <laughs> it goes into everything. There yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, uh, maybe a little bit about your career, how you ended up at AFIT. So came in 2010, commissioned and. Uh, Went off to Spangdalem, right? Dream assignment, you know, as a lieutenant, pretty exciting. You know, looking back, I realized I was probably too young for that. They should never send anyone first assignment. Like first term airmen, new officers, like you need to be a little bit more mature, um, you know, better set in, in what you want to get out of things. You know, had had plenty of fun, but uh, looking back on it, I could have done a lot, more, yeah. a lot more meaningful things, you know, than just hang out and and travel um, outside of Germany. There's so much to do, but. Um, but yeah, it was that's, gr- that's a good stuff. It, it was right. It was yeah. good stuff. But I look back and it's like, man, I didn't go to anywhere in Germany. Like we, you know, I'd travel for a couple of days out to Spain. You know, great things. But mm-hmm. looking back on it, it's like, why did I spend any weekend in my, you know, in my house at all? Why didn't I just drive, you know, sixty kilometers somewhere and, and go see this awesome thing that that exists that I didn't even know about? But so European using kilometers, right? Yeah, yeah. you like that? Yeah. <laughs> In my in my little yeah, uh, my little hatchback uh, BMW <laughs> barely made it around, but that no. So started there working F 16s with the 48th AMU out there. Um, awesome experience, great folks, great mission. Right, out, uh, working out of there as a single now what is a single AMU sort of wing, which is pretty cool. But uh, then from there went to Hill, worked in the program office for the F sixteen uh, out there on the the west side of the base. Uh, some good experiences there. Uh, got a short tour advising in Afghanistan, and you know enjoyed that that opportunity, and and working with those folks. Um, and then went to Beale after that before this assignment, working U twos, and a little bit of RT force, but mostly U twos out there. And again, pretty unique, cool opportunity. But I've been a single seat, single engine, um, sort of maintenance focused officer for for most of my time. And then coming here to AFID was, was sort of out of left field. So they were looking for volunteers. There's been a big emphasis right on um, on recruiting and, and instructors 
over the past you know four or five years and so this uh, assignment was just sort of came out uh, when I got my when the, all the assignments dropped and um, weren't uh, weren't aware of it really uh, but uh, it's been a great experience a great opportunity really to learn uh, how to be some of the logistics and logistician uh, principles that I think oftentimes we, we're just too busy uh, in the daily grind to sort of pay attention to and theory of constraints really came is, is comes to the, the forefront of my mind in that sense but there's there's been so many other opportunities for me to learn from the the faculty that are here these great you know uh, resources and, and with wealth of knowledge on so many different things that again are are trying to, to educate folks that are they're out there for teaching the courses that we teach and for consultation opportunities but um, but yeah before I came here I, I wasn't even it wasn't even on my radar that that the resources were there and so I've had a great opportunity and great you know uh, to, to learn from them and had a great experience as well mm-hmm. yeah so I mean you've had such a like it sounds like you have a, a wide breadth of experience yet still didn't quite know what AFIT was or the experiences or the the capabilities or the mission itself uh do you want to talk a little bit about that and educate our listeners about what well what AFIT's mission is yeah yeah you're right I I didn't and and I think a lot of folks you know may understand there's a graduate school at AFIT and then they may see some of these courses come down uh from their leadership or from an exec or someone something like that and and or a section chief or flight chief and say okay i'll take a course but but tying the two together right so there's AFID has uh the these four schools and then sort of almost like a fifth school it's a civilian institution program but they have four different schools with uh which is the engineering school primarily that folks are maybe familiar with uh our school which is the logistics and uh, systems and logistics school teaching professional continuing education to a, a wide range of AFSCs, acquisitions, logistics, and we have some management systems. Uh, you'll get uh, program managers and stuff like that coming in through here as well. Uh, also have the Civil Engineering School, which is a badge awarding uh, engineer school for, for those folks. Um, and then we have our EX, which is our strategic forces. So that's nuclear, cyber uh, education for those professionals. And then the final is the civilian institutions, where again, you can, you know, they'll send people for graduate schools, they'll They'll have, I think, EWI falls under that school as well. So there's a lot of different programs they do, but it's all tied to civilian institutions or industries uh, through there. But the whole point is to educate, right? Educate uh, folks and and try to uh, forward that innovation both within the air and space forces uh, towards that mission accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. We've been working like we as in Tesseract, we've, we've been working with AFIT and working with you to develop course curriculum and, and to deliver on theory of constraints. Uh, could you talk to our listeners a little bit about um, what that relationship has, has been like and, and how we've been able to deliver and, and, and tailor and, and provide that knowledge you know, to our students? Yeah, absolutely, Matt. So again, I think folks are pretty familiar with Tesseract, right, by now? Um, but that that link between AFID and Tesseract is is one we're we're trying to push forward um, more and more, and so initially, you know, everything within the development of TOC, what what we have now, has has really been um, the product of that that initial partnership. I, I know before I came out here, 
they had the Goldrack Consulting folks come out here and, and train and educate both our faculty as well as some of the Tesseract folks, some of the early uh, initiators of that. And so we've, we've had the benefit of staying in contact, tailoring some of the course material, uh, working together on, you know, we had uh, these TOC primers, which were, uh, we had a few of them last fall, summer, fall timeframe, where we would have a TOC 201 course, the two-day educational piece that APIT does. And then we would bring in Tesseract for the last day to talk about and, and bring in some of the folks from the field who are using TOC to, to showcase that case study, that real-world sort of tie to it. But, but even beyond that, in just the development of our courses, uh, Mr. Ken Hendrick, who's funny enough, I think he's retiring today. Today's his last day. So he's retiring from civil service. He retired from active duty before. But he, he really was the one who put together our TOC 201 and 101 material and authored it, obviously with the help of a lot of folks, uh, both here that have been using TOC for a while, but also reaching back to the Tesseract folks working with um, you know, really the entire team there that's, that's working. But I know he worked, especially with Shannon Vigil, uh, on a lot of things, working with you know, Tim Jordan and, and you know the other folks you have back there teaching it. So in addition to you know the Gold Rat team, of course. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, the the link's been strong. We've been able to go out and do some slingshot efforts together. You know that's where I met uh, Tim Jordan, Chief Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, out at Luke, and and we're really successful doing that, and really looking forward to doing those more efforts like that, where AFIC can take on the education piece, and then Tesseract can come in with that practical implementation. Uh, focus slingshot effort right to, mm-hmm. to carry that forward very cool yeah um do you want to talk to uh some of the specifics on what the toc fundamentals course looks like and what the 101 and 201 uh what all that involves and sure. the audience that you've been seeing or the audience that that you want to see more of yeah the second that last question is good that uh what we want to see more of everybody right mm-hmm. <laughs> it's applicable to to any organization but what we currently have within the 101 uh, and 201 courses, 101, and then there's also a, a, a Fundamentals of TOC course that's out there as well that's been around for a little bit longer. But they're, they're focused on teaching sort of the, ba- the, the bare bones basics. You know, what is flow? Why, why do we have constraints? What is a constraint? You know, I can talk about bottlenecks all day long, and folks understand that we have bottlenecks everywhere. But what do I mean when I say, okay, you actually have a constraint, and usually it's a singular constraint, that's more important than just those wandering bottlenecks we see uh, that plague our lives every single week when I'm talking about a different, you know, uh, problem I have in maintenance, you know, something that, you know, what caused a, a MND this week is, is never the same as next week and, and you know, those type of bottlenecks. But uh, so the one-on-one course gets into that briefly and then talks about the five focusing steps at the end, which I think is important because you need, that's the, that's the model, you know, every, Every leadership thing, Lean Six Sigma, CI2, uh, you know, the Air Force problem-solving model, the Marine problem. So everything has a nice boiled down, you know, somewhat step process on, on what to do. And, and TOC is no different. But, but it's pretty simple, right? At least we kept it to five and we make it eight or 16 or whatever else. <laughs> Some of those other ones, you know, uh, end up having and you never can remember them after you take your, uh, P, you know, PME. But uh, so, so getting to that in the, in the one-on-one piece is important and getting that done. So that's what we've offered with that three-hour session. The 201 takes a, a couple steps further and introduces sort of two uh, applications. I, I call them derivatives of TOC, but, but they're the practical application to a specific field, specifically drum buffer rope, which is a production-focused you know, uh, application of TOC. And then what I'm more a fan of, uh, because that's primarily what I've taught, which is critical chain and the, and the, the project application of TOC. Um, 
and and then we have some case studies at the end where we showcase you know hey what did they do at Fairchild Ellsworth um, Seymour Johnson some of those mm-hmm. yeah so that's the two the two hundred one takes a little step forward uh, further sorry um, in those respects how has the coursework evolved over the last couple of years I mean you know look at where we're, where we started you know with TOC to, to where we are now right so the, mm-hmm. we've been trying to keep the coursework relevant to some of the changes in it and what we're seeing as far as implementation and how it's working, you know, areas where uh, we've seen great success, you know, incorporating what they've, what they've done into the course material, you know, what, what do we need to emphasize, right? So we go over in the first, first day, some of these uh, techniques and tactics that you can use, whip control being obviously the first one, but also avoiding multitasking, bundling, full kitting, some of these things we've heard about. And as units have, apply TOC and, and, you know, Kadena is a great example with the slingshot effort they did there, you know, taking some of what they learned, but also, also seeing what other organizations are doing, you know, how did, how are other bases both implementing and sustaining it? You know, what are they doing at the, the 635th scow with, you know, uh, replenishment, TOC replenishment or the supply chain piece. I think they call it, uh, uh CPS, you know, um, uh, so taking all that in, really changes our course material but also just talking to students i think i don't think there's been a an offering of toc uh, either the 101 or 201 course that an instructor hasn't tweaked right between offerings just because there's something that somebody brought up and hey maybe there's a better way we can explain this or let's take this sort of generic example we've had and we've had a lot of questions about how does it apply in a logistics world okay let's make it a logistics you know let's try to tailor this a little bit more based on what we have but then there's also just the the, the results and the case studies and and the the outcomes that we're seeing and trying to t- add those into the course and make it relevant and showcase folks, how is it working? What does it look like when it works? What are the units seeing as far as, you know, the investment effort, but also the more importantly, the goal achievement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. And how can students, like how, how can airmen get involved? How can airmen enroll in the coursework? I mean, yeah. it's available to everybody, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who has a, a CAC, Right. So yeah, that should be most <laughs> very everyone. low barrier to entry. Yeah, there. it really is. Right? <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's finding the time or at least the perceived time. Right. I think a lot of us um, when we're in the daily grind, you know, whether there's a low barrier to entry to something or not, it's always based mm-hmm. on how much work I think I have. And and you know, being up here, obviously, you know, I can say from my my, you know, educational ivory tower that, you know, everyone can find a couple hours. But I know it's not always that easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I think, you know, looking back on my time in the field, even when, when I thought I was busy, there was a, there was a way I could carve a few hours out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really there's a way that supervisors should, should encourage their folks and carve that time out for their folks to, to have them take the classes. So uh, it, as far as finding them, I mean, we try to send stuff out pretty regularly, but you can just go to afit.edu, you know, afit.edu. You'll get our website, and, and then you're going to find the schools, find the LS school. It's the logistics school, systems of, and logistics. And in there, you'll find a curriculum, course books. You can search TOC, and you'll find all the offerings we have coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll be sharing those okay. as, they, uh, Perfect. as they continue to come out. So. Yeah. Um, awesome. Good yeah. stuff, sir. Uh, really appreciate uh, you coming on. Sure. So that ends the formal part of the interview. Okay. And now right. we have the, the lightning round here. Yeah, the, what you warned me about. Yeah. Okay, I know. <laughs> It's one of those things. I feel like there's wrong answers. There's no wrong answers. I, I, mean, I knew you were going to say that, but it's like, okay, 
there's probably going to be a wrong answer. What's he going to come up with out of left field, uh, you know, to ask me <laughs> on the fly? Is be, this is being recorded, right? Yeah, uh, that's great. <laughs> so it's going to be a, a complete the sentence type, you okay. know, lightning round. Okay. Um, if I was an Avenger, I would be blank. Uh, man. I, okay, so if I was an Avenger, I would practically be Hawkeye. Wrong answer. Is that wrong? Right? Yeah, it probably is because he's he's not the cool one. But I was like, okay, you know, he's got a good life work life balance, right? So he kind of gets away for a little bit, takes a month. I'm like, you know what? That sounds right. You know, because I was, you know, you think about it. That's like, how I pick my superheroes: work life balance. Yeah, for sure. we should, right? We uh, emphasize that for our folks. Tony we? Stark, he has some, he has some incredible work life balance. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. That, but that's the thing, right? Everyone's going to say, I want to be Iron Man. I want to be Captain yeah, America. Yeah. You know, I want to be Thor. I want to fly. And it's like, <laughs> okay, but, you know. So what is their life like outside the movie, right? Start playing into that piece. Like when the yeah. camera's now rolling, what are they going and doing? Yeah. You know, are they are they enjoying themselves? Are they sitting eating shawarma, right? Yeah. And just sort of by themselves, not knowing what's going on. You know, I don't know. Those are the questions I kind of ask. So I'm like, Hawkeye, he seems like, you know, he gets away and, you know, enjoys the family. So, yeah, that's what I... <laughs> That's what I want to be. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, the book I recommend to most people is blank. Well, he can't say the. Quote. I know, right? No, so, not, yeah. today. not today. Not today. Any other okay. day. Um. <laughs> so I like turn turn the ship around. Mm-hmm. Uh, by uh, David Marquette. David Marquette. Yeah. And he just has a new one. I haven't finished reading it. Um, he has a new one called uh, I think Leadership is Language. It's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and highly so, recommend. Okay. And so I want to get into that. Uh, but I'm going to add a couple more. So. So the goal, but uh, I like anything John Grisham. He's a fiction writer, but sort of in the legal sense, I, I like legal stuff. So that's always his books are entertaining. And then, um, and uh, 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 Brian Green, uh, Fabric of the Cosmos. There's something interesting in a science sort of way. If there's somebody out there who's science minded but haven't delved into that field you want you want something that's going to start on your mind start looking up string theory and m theory and all that other stuff uh one thing i want to point out because i'm not a big i've become more of a reader but I, it's not my natural inclination so uh libby the i don't are you familiar with that app it used uh, to be rb I, digital um it's a dod uh, CAC. I think you have to sign in with the CAC initially to set up an account, but free audiobooks, free digital reader books. Oh, I, I have heard of that. Yeah. 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 So the goal is on there uh, as well as some of the other, I, I don't know how many, there's a couple other books. I think Velocity's on there. Hanging Fire is a good one. I don't know if it's on there, but but Turn Your Ship Around or Turn the Ship Around is on there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Free for anybody. Right. So if you're listening to this, you don't have to pay money. You don't got to go to the library. You just download the app. Go to Go to school for free. Yeah. Well, you can yeah. read your books for free. Yeah. It's a bunch of stuff for free. On There's the a lot of free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going on vacation with my family. I'm going to blank. Since my wife's probably going to listen to this, I will say the beach down in Florida <laughs> where she would love to go. Um, and yeah, yeah, I would take the kids to the beach or something. I, I like water parks myself. Um, so I'm from Wisconsin. There's a place called Noah's Ark. You know, they always hailed it as America's largest water park. I don't know if that's true, but that's where I would want to take them. They're, but they're a little young. So the beach down in Florida, you know, maybe go to Kennedy Space Center. They're sort of getting to that age where they'd be amazed by giant rockets and, and stuff <laughs> like that. So, yeah, the beach is in Florida. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Freezing's the reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, um, so that's your next <laughs> assignment, right? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, Absolutely. Good, good stuff. Uh, and my superpower is blank. So is this my current, like what I would actually, of my traits is my superpower or if I could have a superpower? You can you can pick either Take one. either way. I don't really have it. So I guess being overly analytical, I don't know. That's probably not, that's almost like, that's like a, a villain power. You know, I feel <laughs> like I got to be careful with how I phrase that. But I, I like I like looking into things. I think, um, I guess maybe paying attention to what people say, you know, maybe me, maybe my superpower. I don't know if that's not really Listening a cool is one. a great superpower. A lot of people don't have that. And I don't know if listening is my super pride. Yeah, I think that'd be a little. I don't push the microphone. Yeah. I, know, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to defeat the whole uh, purpose of the setup. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. yeah, I need to be a better listener. That's one thing. That's an area where I need to improve. But just paying attention to the words people use. I think mm -hmm. a lot of times we talk um past each other right and so i guess listening comes in a little bit but mm -hmm. also paying attention to why does someone use this word and not that word mm -hmm. right because they probably had a reason it might not have been even a conscious reason but there was a reason they didn't choose shall over will right when they mm -hmm. were talking about things and so just asking that second question of well why why'd you say shall mm -hmm. right why'd it, you write cheers instead of sincerely at the end it, of your email there's probably yeah. a reason. Hey, I was stationed in, in you know the UK. Okay, cool. We'll have a conversation about that. But yeah, yeah there's there's reasons behind a lot of what we do. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Know. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. This, this has been fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, have really a good cool. one. Hey, you as well. Thank you again for listening to Tesseract Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Any references to trademarked, copyrighted, or protected products or services such as books, movies, or businesses are used here for the limited purpose of education and professional development of Air Force Airmen. If you have any questions, please contact us at www.tesseract.af.mil.